I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. COVID is coming back. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it tonight. Sage Steele is here. Huge fan. She's going to break down the leaving ESPN. What's next for her? Sean Spicer, our newest guy. All that's coming up tonight on I'm Right. These are trying times, to put it mildly. We're looking around right now at everything that's going wrong. Everything. Everything. And we're thinking to ourselves, man, this is crazy. Maybe you sit around at night. Maybe you talk with friends, family about how bad things are. Oh, my goodness. It's terrible. What do we do? And so we all, in times like this, we all need to find something that makes us happy. Find something that brings us joy. Even even small amounts of joy. For you... Maybe it is family. Maybe it's uh, food. Maybe you go to church. Maybe you do all those things. Hopefully so. For me, it's looking back on all the things I've said that have turned out to be correct and knowing I can then bring those correct predictions to you and brag about myself. That's really where I get true joy, true joy in life. It's being right and acting like I'm smarter than other people. Let's rewind, shall we? All the way back to March of 2020. So that's like over three years ago by my calculations. Here I was. Remember that when I said this? The far-reaching consequences of what we're doing to try to stop the spread of this virus. Maybe they're necessary. Maybe they're not. But we are talking about massive, massive economic losses coming. And that's just, that's just the truth. 
I'm not downplaying the fact that the virus spreads like wildfire. I'm not downplaying the fact that the virus is dangerous to old, sick people. These things we're doing, man, they are drastic measures. I hope they work because we are going to be feeling this for not just, you know, the coming months, for years. No, we're not going to be in lockdown for years, but the economic impact of this is going to be, it's going to be something. Over 20% inflation, it's probably higher than that by now. Trillions lost. The economic impact will be felt. Honestly, I may have undersold it. It'll be for decades. We will feel the impact of pointing at a $20 trillion economy and telling it to stop. But let's set that prediction aside. Okay, that was just being fun. We already knew all that. The probably more important prediction I made was this one. We must have a reckoning. And you can call it vengeance, that's fine. I'm not gonna lie to you, I do want vengeance. There's no question about that. But for the good of the country, for the sake of Western society, we must have people put on trial. People must go to prison for this, they must. People have to lose their livelihoods. They have to lose everything because they took everything away from others. They must watch their colleagues lose everything over lies so they don't tell those same lies again another time. There must be a reckoning. It must happen, it must be severe, and it must be public. Can't even tell you how much hate mail we got the more we talked about that. Back in the day when we were talking about a reckoning, I still talk about it all the time, how I want politicians in handcuffs, doctors. I want media people in handcuffs, public trials, thrown in cages for the rest of their lives. People think, ah, oh, that's over the top. Jesse, it's too far. Jesse, you're just doing a bit for TV. You're just doing a bit for radio. Jesse, are you crazy? No, 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 no. Hold on a moment. If I was put in charge of a classroom of students, kindergarten class, and I made decisions, decisions I knew that were wrong, that resulted in children dying, that resulted in children in my class suffering from unending poverty, mental health issues, or whatnot, my face would be on the front of every newspaper in this country as a monster, somebody who deserves to be arrested and tried and sent to prison because the people under my charge were abused, oftentimes intentionally, by the decisions I made. So why do we make excuses for the politicians and doctors and media people who did that to a country of 300 million people? And I warned you what would happen, didn't I? You heard it right there. I warned you what would happen. They abused you. They killed you. They destroyed your mental health. They caused your suicide. They caused inflation. They did this to you. If they never receive any punishment, why wouldn't they do it again? I mean, did you, you do remember the Newsoms, the Whitmers, the Hochels of the world? I today am announcing that we are enacting a statewide indoor mask mandate unless a business has a vaccination mandate. Any concern that you've gone too far in any way with the stay-at-home restrictions? No. I know that what we have done, the vast majority of people in Michigan agree with and have done the right thing. But we recognize now that just being vaccinated, fully vaccinated, is not enough. 
with this new variant, and we believe it's important to extend this requirement to getting that third dose, to getting boosted. In case you didn't know, that was former New York Governor Kathy Hochul, former Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and former California Governor Gavin Newsom. Oh, what's that, Mr. Producer? Oh, oh, those, I'm sorry. That's current Governor Kathy Hochul, current Governor Gretchen Whitmer, current Governor Gavin Newsom. And in case you think I'm being partisan, current Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio, current Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, lockdown governor after lockdown governor after lockdown governor, not arrested, not sent to prison, re-elected, re-elected overwhelmingly, not punished by the judicial system, not punished by the voters. And so I want you to picture this. I, I really do. I want you to picture this. This is going to be a strange analogy, but just picture it for me, right? I want you to picture this. I want you to picture I work for a circus. You work for a circus, all right? You work for a circus, and you have this group of 40 monkeys, and you want them to do all these tricks, you know, throwing balls around and juggling and stuff like that. You want these monkeys to do all these tricks so they can perform in the circus, and you're put in charge of the monkeys. But you're restricted. You're not allowed to whip them, not allowed to yell at them. You're not even allowed to give them treats. You're not allowed to do very much. You just kind of have to talk to them. And so the monkeys are hard to control for you. But you, you're in charge. You want to do more to these monkeys. And then along comes a virus of some kind, and that gives you the ability to do whatever you want to these monkeys. The people in charge say, hey, go for it. Do whatever you want. Whip them, scream at them, give them treats, I don't care. Do whatever you want to the monkeys. And you dig in and you get to do whatever you want to the monkeys. And afterwards, after you're done abusing these poor monkeys, instead of being punished, you are rewarded with a new contract signed to a new 10-year deal. A million dollars a year. Thank you, monkey man. Well, why wouldn't you want to do it again? Of course you'd want to do it again. You were all of a sudden given all kinds of powers you never had before, powers you wanted. You used them. You only got more power and more money from it. Why wouldn't you want to do it again? Well, that's how the people in charge view you and me. Stupid little monkeys, little idiot peasants who never know what's best for us. They were all of a sudden given all these powers and they see themselves as kings and queens. They were given all these powers over us. Hey, put this on your face. Inject this in your body or lose your job. Oh, you want to open your business? Nope. Boop. Your business is closed, not allowed. Oh, you want to go to school? Sorry, no school for you. You want to go get groceries? Oh, enjoy the one-way grocery aisle. It's for your own good, of course. And the American people <laughs> cheered them on as they did it. All of them. Shoot, I think the only lockdown person who lost re-election was Donald Trump. The American people cheered them on as they did it. And now, they're going to do it again. And they're going to do it again because it was never a reckoning. There were never trials. There were never arrests. There were never even lost elections over the whole thing. The American people said, we loved it. Give it to us again. Natalie Winters now is reporting that the Biden administration, they're stocking up on COVID-19 equipment with your money. Scott Gottlieb, piece of trash that he is, he's on TV right now telling you to go get another heart attack shot. 
this does look like it's going to be a flu-like paradigm where there's going to be new variants that emerge each year. Hopefully we'll guess right in terms of how we formulate the vaccines, but you're going to need updated protection like you do from flu to try to match the vaccine against the variants that's circulating. But if you want to update that protection and also get more protection against the possibility of infection, you will need to keep up to date with your vaccine. 40% increase in myocarditis in young men. Hearts exploding of young men all across the world, really. 12-year-olds, 17-year-olds, hearts exploded because of that poison crap they pushed all over people. And not only are they going to push it again, they're going to lock you down again. They're going to tell you to wear masks again. Hollywood studio, Lionsgate, some big Hollywood studio already bringing all the requirements down. College in Atlanta, Georgia, Morris Brown College, already mask mandate, social distancing already. Remember how stupid that was? Remember, just a reminder to everybody, your mask was stupid. It was always stupid. From day one, it was stupid. Not day 100, day one, it was stupid. It never did anything. It was always dumb. It was always insane. It was always stupid. They're going to bring back the mask mandates. They're going to bring back the stupid social distancing stuff, which they admitted they made up and that did nothing at all. And they're going to bring it all back because you weren't angry enough. I wasn't angry enough to punish them for the first time they did it. And so they're going to do it again and again and again and again, and that's not the worst part of it. The worst part of it is this, and this is the part that's hard to swallow. And it'll be hard for you to swallow because you're not personally responsible for it. I know you wanted a reckoning. I wanted a reckoning. The hardest part to swallow is gonna be this. We deserve it. We do. We deserve it. We're supposed to be the land of the free. Whether it be Republican Mike DeWine or Democrat Gavin Newsom, The second a governor said, close your business, all the people, Republicans, Democrats, everybody here in the land of the free should have said, "Uh, no, arrest him or not. He's never winning election again. They should all have lost 99% to 1% in their reelection campaigns. But they didn't. The American people, after being abused by various levels of their government, ran to the polls and begged for more. And so as the lockdowns come, and they will, Get ready for airplanes, get ready for all kinds of things. God only knows what horrors are coming for the blue states in particular. Just understand, as I say often, and I know it hurts, we get the government we deserve. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. We have an incredible show for you tonight. Before we get to that, um, maybe you didn't take my advice before and buy some precious metals. Well, now your dollar's worth 20% less than it was before. Do you think it would be a good time now before lockdown number two comes? Do you think it would be a good time to go out and buy some gold or silver, precious metals? Do you think that would be a good idea? I think it would be a very good idea right about now. Oxford Gold will handle it all for you. Gold, silver, they get physical gold, silver in your hands. They'll get it in your IRA, 401k for when these people blow up the stock market. Call 833-995-GOLD and let Oxford take care of you. Tell them I told you to call. They'll take good care of you. I promise. 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I got my shot today. I didn't want to do it, but I I work you, for a company that mandates it, and I you, had until September you, 30th to get it done or I'm out. I respect everyone's decision. I really yeah, do. Yeah. But to mandate it is um, sick, mm-hmm. and it's scary yeah. to me in many ways. Um, but I have a job, yeah. a job that I love, and frankly, a job that I, that I need. Should be noted that after being forced to take it, ESPN retaliated against the great Sage Steele, who's been bringing me sports forever. I'm a huge fan. So joining me now, former ESPN anchor, now free agent broadcaster, and someone who was brave enough to actually step up and speak out and was punished for it, the great Sage Steele. Okay, Sage, looking back now on all that, Are you proud of yourself for being brave enough to speak out? How do you look back at you from a couple years ago? And what do you think about that? That is a great question. And I've 
had some time, a lot of time, Jesse, and thank you for having me on. I've, I've had a lot of time to think about what it would feel like once it ended at ESPN. And even if you think you're prepared, you're not. That's what I've learned. Um, listen, I am, I am so sad um, that it had to come to this, but I was forced to make a decision. Um, and I obviously made the decision at the time because I needed my job and I love my job. Uh, and but it was what happened after that, I think. So yeah, I, I it sounds weird to say former ESPN and free agent. Those are the terms I usually talk about NFL players, not about myself. But I'm I'm it's been you know a week, I guess, and I'm grasping it slowly but surely, uh, and just trying to. It's like I'm day to day. There's another athlete term with injury. I'm not hurt, but like I'm day to day as far as where I am here, you know. Well, Sage, I think you should be prouder of yourself than you are for being brave enough to speak out. I will tell you. I get tons of emails to my show, tons, and especially during the height of all that mandate stuff, people were scared and felt forced. People had bills to pay. People felt like they had to give it to their kids to keep them in school or sports, and that's a very real thing. For people who don't have kids, they don't understand. Your kid puts 10 years in a marching band, he's staring at a college scholarship, and you tell him he's gotta take something that's safe for him and you don't want him to, they're probably gonna do it. Americans were forced against their will to take something, and Sage, that was a wake-up call for me about America's relationship with their employers who turned out to be hostile actors. I'm sorry, they did. I'm sorry too. Um, listen, I, I'll, I'll never forget that feeling of that day, uh, which was the last day I could get the shot before, you know, in order to be fully vaxxed by the deadline that uh, Disney and ESPN had imposed. Um, and I was sick to my stomach. I was very emotional. And I, I want to make clear, I respect everyone's choices. Always have always will. I'm on record saying that. I said it on the podcast with Jay Cutler. It's the mandate part. Um, that's the choice that I believe I should make for myself and for my children and everyone else. Um, so there's just a huge difference to me between vaccines and being forced to take it, the mandate. Um, and, and yes, I look back now as um, maybe courage, brave, whatever, but I think you get to a certain point in your life, regardless of what it's about. And when there are certain lines crossed, um, you got to take action because I believe if you don't, it's kind of it's kind of on you at that point, if that makes sense. Like you might not like what someone's doing, but then you, you do have a voice, even if you feel silenced. There are risks. There are inherent risks. Um, I've been quite scared, but I also have a strong faith and I feel like um, doing the right thing for me is going to pay off. I don't know what it looks like, but that's that's my belief. Yeah, well, your kids are probably going to look back on that and be awfully proud of their mom. Speaking of the Jay Cutler podcast, you caused quite a stir with this one, too. Here you were on it. Barbara Walters, like, ripped me live TV and then afterwards, too, um, because they were wondering, they're like, why is it so important to you to say that you're biracial? I'm like, I, because my mom's white, she's Irish Italian, and my dad's black. And I, mm -hmm. I'm like, why, why not? Like, I right. actually feel like I have the best of both worlds. She's like, what are you gonna put? I go, well, both. She's like, well, you can't. He goes, well, what if Barack Obama chose black and he's biracial? I'm like, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I go, I think that's fascinating consider considering his black dad was nowhere to be found, but his white mom and grandma raised him. But hey, mm -hmm. you do you, I'm gonna do me. And then they put up a picture behind me of my parents and my brothers and me. And I was like, listen, I'm pretty sure my white mom was there when I was born. Yeah. And like, I, 
I love her. My, my white family loves me as much as my black family. And I got killed for that, Jay. That is such an odd thing. And look, maybe I'm just old and out of touch, Sage, I don't know, but that's such an odd thing to get in trouble for, stating factual things about having loving parents who happen to have differing skin colors. Why would such benign statements get you in any hot water at all? Is the whole world just freaking nuts? I guess so. And listen, if you're old, then I'm like dead, because I'm pretty sure I'm older than you, so careful. Honestly, um, Regardless of what anyone thinks about my choice to honor both sides of my family, not just one, um, it's none of your business. I don't care what you think. I respect what you believe and what you choose to say about your family, just like I said about the former president. Uh, for me, it's important to acknowledge every part of me and not pick and choose. And it's something that, hey, this has been going on for a long time, long before my drama and my controversy. Maybe I'm just one of the few, I guess maybe that has a platform that has spoken out about it because it is scary. And especially when you get shunned and saying you're a sellout or you're not enough because you are claiming that you're biracial, not black. Um, of course, I'm black. I'm also white and I am just so proud. Um, it makes zero sense to me and I think I've spoken about it several times actually. And every time I do, I have people either write me later, DM me, or come up to me at the end of my speech or, or of a, a panel that I've moderated or even been a part of and thank me. Some of them in tears because they're younger people who are being told to choose and afraid to say, wait, my dad or my mom matters too. Why we have to choose is it's crazy, and especially considering we're so supportive of other people who choose to identify certain ways, the LGBTQIA+. I mean, so we're picking and choosing what's okay. Again, be consistent, and you you, you can't pick and choose. I'm just, I'm exhausted from it, and listen, it's been a lifetime of it, and maybe, I, maybe I've just had it up to here, but this goes back to um, acceptance and tolerance and inclusion and diversity, but people just say they want acceptance and tolerance and diversity, but it's only kind of when they approve. And that is the problem. And I'm just not gonna be quiet about it anymore. And I'm so grateful I had the best upbringing, Jesse, with a mother and a father who loved me equally. And I didn't. it didn't matter what color everybody was. So if people don't like that, then I don't know. You can turn me off or never listen again. I'm okay with that. Sage, uh, stepping away from the sports world just briefly here, you seem like, unlike me, you seem like such a decent person. And something that really I despise about this era is this doesn't seem like a good era for decent people, for decent people who actually believe in, you know, like you said, acceptance or tolerance or things like that. It seems like we're a land of wolves now and we just chew these people up and spit them out. And I hate that. And I'm not sure how we got here. I have some ideas. But I know this is not the country that I knew that I grew up watching Sports Center at 15 years old. This is a different country now, and I don't like it. I, I agree, Jesse. This country has changed drastically from when I was a kid, and frankly, even five years ago, even 10 years ago, you know. Um, however, I'm a glass half full person, I'm an optimist, and I believe because of the changes, um, that's why we have to continue to be decent and be kind. Um, while standing up, and it's a fine balance, right? Because I do sometimes wanna get on that keyboard and type back what I really feel about people or say it, but I know that that will just turn into what I actually despise, for instance, about social media. Um, I, you know, it's so funny because I just got off an airplane about eight minutes ago and 
it's amazing how many people stop me getting on the plane during the flight just to say, and by the way, people of all different races and colors and genders, it didn't matter. And just, they said, thank you. Thank you for speaking up and being brave. And there, there were smiles and kindness. So what I'm having to constantly remind myself of is that is just a very loud minority. I believe most people believe like you and me and do try to lead with kindness and grace, even if they disagree. So I think we just have to get out of that bubble and it's hard when we're in this industry because this is a toxic industry. It disgusts me actually, that's a story for another day um, because there's so much hypocrisy in it. But if we get out of that bubble and look at the whole world, the whole country at least, I believe there's more people like us who are kind and who are respectful. We just have to somehow filter out the ugliness and that's a choice and it's not easy, but something I'm, I'm determined to do for myself and for my kids, because that's the thing. They're watching what I do and how I handle this. Um, and it affects them. My kids are older. They're two in college and one a senior in high school. They're 17, 19, and 21. This is my, my taking a stand has affected them greatly. We've had some tough conversations, um, but I, I hope that they see strength in taking a stand for what you believe in. And also that I've tried to do so um, with kindness and with a smile, uh, because no matter what, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be, even though I don't know what tomorrow brings, um, because I've, I've tried to do it the right way. And there are things that I second guess myself, but I'm being true to myself. I'm doing my best. And I hope that it can encourage others to do the same and to not be afraid to stand up if necessary, to have tough conversations and to, um, to be kind. Yeah. Well, I have no doubt you're going to be a huge success wherever you end up landing. Sage Steele, you are the best. We're rooting for you. Come back soon. I appreciate you very much. Joe Biden went to Hawaii. It was, uh, I don't know if embarrassing is the word. Horrifying, maybe? Uh, we'll talk about that briefly in just a moment. Before we talk about that, let's talk about this. Let's talk about caring for ourselves. Remember, we look around, we want to fix everything. You want to fix the country, save the planet, you want, to, you want to fix the presidency, you want this and you want that, but what good does any of that do if we're not right here? I'm talking about our hormone levels, our testosterone levels, fellas, ladies, hormone levels. These are things that we have to keep our eye on, and these are things we have to get right, and we have to stay away from the traditional means of doing that, meaning we have to go natural. This country has become a pill mill and it's bad. Chalk is there to get us away from that. The anti-communists, my friends at Chalk, they are here to give men 20% increases in testosterone in 90 days. That's real, fellas, naturally. Herbal supplements. Get on a male vitality stack. Female vitality stack for the ladies. If you don't save you, take care of you, you can't save this place. C-H-O-Q. Dot com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off subscriptions. We'll be back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Never we are a community that relies on family, on Ohana whether by blood or by friendship. But like many others, my son's home burned down. My daughter's home burned down. That was the uh, President of the United States of America visiting the scene of the horrific Maui fire where a thousand people are still missing, including many children falling asleep as he heard there's tales of woe. And I normally would criticize that, except for a couple things. One, 
He's too old. He can't stay awake. It's not his fault. And two, it's actually not even close to the most horrific thing he did while he was there. And I'm going to say something to you now, and I thought about not even saying it, but I thought it was important. I think it's important that we all have context. Before I play you the clip of Joe Biden speaking to these people, I am a father. I have two sons. They are everything to me. And I woke up this morning and read an article out of Hawaii that as they're going through the damage, they found the burned dead body of a 14-year-old boy hugging his dog in his home, also burned and dead. So while you dwell on that absolutely awful story, I want you to dwell on this 100% fabrication told by the President of the United States of America while he was there. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. It was a small kitchen fire that was out in 20 minutes. No threat to the wife, the cat or the precious Corvette. But I can certainly see why President Demon thought that would be comparable to a 14-year-old terrified boy living out the last moments of his life holding on to his dog. We really do have the most evil people, not in America, on planet Earth leading this nation. And I don't know how a nation gets out of that. But I know this, we have demons in charge. We do. We're going to talk to, we're moving on. We're going to talk to Sean Spicer about the GOP debates that are tomorrow night. What's it like on the ground? Trump's not there. We'll get, we get a take from Sean Spicer, who has a show now on the first, which is outstanding. We'll talk to him about that in just a moment. Now, let's talk about something else. You know my thoughts on pharma crap. I stay away from it at all costs. Well, what do you do then when life's little things come at you? What do you do when that friggin' shoulder hurts? Why don't you go grab that ibuprofen? Why, why not? Well, because you don't have to. There are, there are CBD solutions, man. There are natural solutions. Go to CB Distillery and get yourself one of the roll-ons. Oh my gosh, I travel with the roll-ons. I'll never be without a muscle pain, joint pain. They're just freaking awesome. And my liver doesn't take punishment. You have trouble sleeping? Stop taking these freaking horrible pills. You wake up and you're half dead still. Get the sleep gummies from CB Distillery. And did you know that right now they have this huge sale where tons of stuff is 50% off with the promo code VIP. Remember that. Promo code VIP. If you don't use that, you're going to miss the sale. CBDistillery.com. Promo code VIP. Go try some of these things. Again, let's live better, all right? We'll be back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is a huge election coming up, and man, is it going to be wild. There's so much at stake. We can hold the House, take back the Senate, and recapture the White House. The left has total control of corporate media, government bureaucracy, big tech, and oh boy, do they know how to wield power. They impeach me, they indict me. There's more to do, so let's finish the job. I've spent decades in public service and the media. 
I know how the system works and how to use it. I'm gonna give you a front row seat free of charge and take you inside the race for the nomination like no one else can. We can fix our institutions and we can repair the damage that's been done to our country before it's too late. Welcome to the Sean Spicer Show. Joining me now, that gentleman right there, Sean Spicer of the Sean Spicer Show, airs Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the first TV. Let's hope he doesn't get camera shy. Lord knows he doesn't have the experience. Sean, thanks for the... Welcome to the family, dude. It's great to be part of it. Thank you uh, for welcoming me and uh, for all the support of you and everyone else at the first. I'm excited to be part of this. Yeah, of course, man. I think you're going to like it here. I sure do. Okay. You're in Milwaukee. GOP debate is tomorrow night. It's always different when you're on the ground versus watching it all on TV or social media. What's the buzz? What's going on on the ground? It's a great question, Jesse, because right now everybody is talking, obviously, about who made it. The cut this morning, eight candidates going to be on the stage, and then obviously who's not here, which is Donald Trump. And it's funny, I just walked down to get my media credentials to cover this and you've got a bunch of Trump people walking around and it's funny, I mean, Trump physically is not here, but his presence is being felt everywhere. And the question is, how are people gonna react to that? What is their strategy going into this? So it's it's hysterical because he's not here and yet he's still the biggest thing that's being talked about. This is what Trump is really, really good at doing. He sucks the oxygen out of the room. He, he commands all of the spotlight. We all watched him do it in 2016. No matter who your candidate was, all anybody could talk about was Donald Trump. And these candidates have to find a way to not steal it. You're not going to steal it from him, but get some of it back. How do you get some of it back without getting up there with a clown nose on and juggling, you know, flaming uh, bowling pins or something? You know, so look, here's the thing. There are basically what I would say are two strategies for tomorrow night. Number one, go after Donald Trump. I think that's the Chris Christie strategy. It's like kamikaze, go straight at the guy. And number two is talk about yourself. Here's the thing that I would say. Number one, if you go at Trump, and let's say you're even really effective at doing it, there's nothing that says that you're the beneficiary of this. So Chris Christie grows up and let's say he literally blows up Trump and makes a really compelling argument. Well. Just because you don't want to vote for Trump anymore doesn't mean you're going to benefit Chris Christie. It could benefit Nikki Haley. It could benefit Vivek Ramaswamy. So I would argue that that would be a pretty stupid strategy. Number two, if you're at one or two or three percent, which most of these guys are, uh, then my goal as a strategist would tell them, hey, let's get you to six or seven or eight. Uh, and the way to do that is to get people excited about your candidacy. I think Vivek Ramaswamy has done a fantastic job of doing that. He's not going after Trump. He's talking about himself. He's talking about his policies his uh, and his vision for the future. I think that's a much smarter idea, but I think the media wants everybody to go after Trump. They they look at this as a ratings exercise, not as a as an exercise in who would be the best candidate for the Republican Party or why Donald Trump is still the 800-pound gorilla. And I think that people have to remember the strategy here. You're hearing everybody talk about Trump because that's what the media wants. They want their ratings. They want their clips. They don't really care about the outcome. Can it hurt Trump and DeSantis, though, the, 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 these candidates in the race who are clearly there mainly to just attack them? It's obvious to anybody. Chris Christie doesn't want to be president. He wants to hurt Donald Trump. It's obvious to anybody with two eyes and two ears that Vivek is really in the race to attack and hurt Ron DeSantis. Everyone can see that. That's why he doesn't do anything but to Donald Trump and give him back rubs. 
That doesn't get you closer to the presidency. So what does it get you? A job on cable news? What, what, what do they get from it? I, it's interesting because I think different people have different things. Uh, some people are auditioning for 2028. Uh, there's been a few people that were cut by the debate stage today that I think I wonder if they were looking for a cable news contract, as you said. I mean, I, I do wonder if Chris Christie's looking for an MSNBC or a CNN contract um, because you're not serious if that's your only strategy. It's funny, he's been in the race for two months and the only thing I know he's for is attacking Donald Trump. Um, so I think it's a valid question. If you're at two or 3%, what are you really gunning for? Do you want a book deal? Uh, do you Are you playing for the future? But I, I think... There's such a delta between Trump and the next person. Even with DeSantis, you're talking 40 points. What are you really trying to get at? I, I think we'll see. I, this debate will be telling. We lost three people today. Suarez, Johnson um, didn't make the, the, Perry Johnson, Suarez, and Will Hurt didn't make the debate stage. I don't know how you go on after that. Where's the next cut? And I think tonight we may see the next iteration of that. A couple of people who could just flail. And it's pretty obvious that they're not going anywhere because you need, you know, I say with campaigns, you need the equivalent of gas in a car and that's donations and volunteers. And at some point, people aren't stupid. They won't give you their money or their time if they don't think you have any path forward. Okay, so let's talk about the race as a whole for 2024, Sean, because there's this gigantic thing looming over it. And that's Donald Trump's legal problems. Like we can talk all day long about he's up 40 points in the polls and it's all Trump and stuff like that. Yeah, well... When he's in prison or taken off the ballot in a place like Michigan or Pennsylvania, that doesn't quite help us for 2024. What I just said is not ridiculous. Those are realistic things. How do you see this going? He's in serious legal trouble because of these commie piece of trash DAs who are obviously unjustly persecuting him. But that doesn't change the fact he's in bad trouble. I agree. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, both the what look, here's the problem with the Washington, D.C. Uh, issue and indictment there that the DC votes 92 to eight, 96 to four, whatever it is, oh. Democrat. They, they don't like Republicans, Never mind Donald Trump. And so I, I think that it doesn't matter what the charges. I do think he faces a very good chance of, of being convicted there if that happens before the election. Same thing in the Fulton County, Georgia race. The problem with Fulton County is one, they have mandatory minimum sentences. So if you get convicted, you're screwed. And number two is the only way you get pardoned is a five person state board. This is not a governor or president that can pardon or commute your sentence. I think that your your analysis is right. The question is going to be the timing, meaning does his team make an effective case to push the case off beyond the election? If it happens before, uh, I think we're going to we're going to have real problems. And, and so to answer your question, I think timing is everything. When do these cases yeah. start? I know when they want them to start, but I think you're going to see a lot of motions being made about the reality of when they can start and then how long it takes. I mean, the one in Georgia from legal experts, I've told, it's just going to be tough. You've got, what, 18 other co-defendants. Uh, coordinating a lot of that legal stuff just takes time. And so the answer to your question is this. How long will the first one take to begin? And if it's D.C. or Georgia, that spells trouble. I think the point that you touched on, and I think you hit this, and I want to make sure your, your viewers understand this. The idea of a state, you mentioned Michigan. I, it doesn't really matter to me as long as it's one of the eight states that matter. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, New Hampshire, Nevada. Uh, once that, if one of those states takes him off the ballot, it's a very real 
concern about the possibility that you're bringing up. How do you get elected? We're here in Wisconsin. The first race in 2015, uh, 2016 rather, was was 11,000 votes that Trump won it by. In the books, Biden won it by less than 21,000 in 2020. It's going to be close. It's 10 electoral votes. So you take a state, Michigan, Wisconsin, take those electoral votes off the table because the Dems get them off the ballot. That's a real that, that makes the, the the mountain even stiffer. And frankly, I think yeah. you take one of these key states off. I don't know how you overcome it. And that's where what you said, I would mark the tape right now today, because what you're touching on is a very real possibility. Golly. Sean, you I know you know this stuff like the back of your hand. I can't even tell you how much I wanted you to argue with me and tell me I was wrong, but I was I've just no. been laying this out in my head but, and but I just see this horrible scenario. Here, here's where I'll argue with you. I think what you're saying, not enough people are taking seriously enough. And and the problem is, is that you you make these things and people say, oh, Jesse, you're Sean, you're nuts. That's never going to happen. Mark my word. They're going to find a way to convict him and say, therefore, we can't have him on the ballot. And what happens once that happens? How do you unring the bell? How do you redo an election? They did this in 2020. I'm here in Wisconsin, Jesse. Here's the thing. The the state of Wisconsin went out and put drop boxes in place. They let people claim to be disabled to vote absentee, which was completely in violation of Wisconsin's law. Then what happens? The state legislative audit bureau comes out after the election and say, you're right. They had no authority to do that. But hey, sorry, the election's been held. So the, the this is stuff that they will do. And then what happens is Biden will be elected or Kamala will actually probably be elected. Um, and they'll say, well, what do you want us to do about it? They know how to do this. I, I just think our side has got to stop putting blinders on and saying, oh, that's crazy talk. That'll never happen. Golly. Sean, thank you for your wisdom. You know what? Tell us about the Sean Spicer show before we let you go. Obviously, everyone's going to be tuning in. Tell us about it. Well, obviously, you mentioned it. We're here uh, on, the, we're on the first, 6 o'clock. I'm excited. To, but anywhere else that you get your podcast, if you can't access the first, uh, go to iTunes, get subscribe. It's super helpful for us to do that. But right now, we're trying to bring people the insight, the, the guests and the discussion that's missing. Like you and I just had, what does it take to win Wisconsin's 10 electoral votes? What do we need to be doing on the ground? What are the hurdles that stand before us? Why are candidates doing one thing versus an extra? I mean, we're breaking down super PACs, the coordination that can this election is too important. I think people need to understand the rules of the game, how to use them to win effectively, and, and what the left is doing, and so that we understand what we're up against in a way that we never had. And, and to your point, I've been doing this 30 years. Uh, I know the game, I know the rules, I know how to win, and what I want to do is share that with everybody. Yeah. Tune in for some freaking wisdom. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate you, sir. Come back soon. Thanks for having me, Jesse. Appreciate it. Be good. Sharp dude right there, man. That's a good good pickup first. Good pickup. Bosses, if you're listening, well done. Now, you know what else is well done? Rough greens. Keeping your dog alive, alive longer. I give my dog Fred rough greens every single day. Why? Because dog food is dead. We, we don't know this. They don't tell you that, obviously. They don't advertise it. But dog food is all brown because it's all dead. You know they kill it at the factory. They kill everything in it. You know... In some cases, they have to spray lard on it at the factory to even get your dog to eat it. It's dead. There's nothing in it. There's stuff in Rough Greens. So pick up a free bag and see. Have your dog healthier. You'll see differences in your dog. Have your dog live longer. Call 833-33-MY-DOG. 
or you can go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. All you pay for is the shipping. Free bag, all right? We'll be back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I love when politicians who have no soul 
or sense of humor are presented with one and they're finally in a situation where they don't know how to pretend otherwise. We have a little flashback of Hillary Clinton you've probably forgotten about. Hang on, before we get to that, let's get to this really quickly. Let's get to the air. We, we talk about cleaning our home, cleaning, I keep a clean home, the office is clean. Well, what do you do? You dust and you vacuum and you wipe down the counters and all these things. But the most important thing to clean in your home is the air. It's what you breathe. Eden Pure Thunderstorm will clean it for you. And you don't have to take their word for it. Go get yourself a few Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Take one and plug it in your bedroom and then leave and come back in an hour. And you'll know that Jesse was telling you the truth. It cleans your air, the viruses and mold. It doesn't cover up odors. It eliminates them by cleaning, scrubbing your air, making you healthier. They sell three packs of Eden Pure Thunderstorm, $200 off for my viewers. You have to go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE to get that done, though, all right? EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. Now, here was Hillary Clinton with Zach Galifianakis from 2016. Enjoy this little throwback. What's going to be the number one focus of your presidency? Oh, Zach, it has to be the economy. We need more good jobs with rising incomes. We've got to make the economy work for everybody, not just those we at need the top. To take a, we need to take a break. We just need to have a word from our sponsor. Washington is broken. The truth is too many politicians are totally controlled by special interests and lobbyists. We're going to make America great again. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. He approves the message. Why would you play a commercial from my opponent in the middle of our interview? He paid me in steaks. I'd be afraid to eat them if I were you. It's a good cut of meat. I think it's part of the Well, this has been a lot of fun, Mrs. Clinton. We should stay in touch. What's the best way to reach you? Email? <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.